DJ and PK brought to you in part by Rough Tough Products. Rough Tough sets the industry standard for custom seat covers for cars, trucks, SUVs, and UTVs. Get the best fitting seat covers for the make, model, and year of your vehicle and do business with a Utah company that's been around since 1976. Check them out today at roughtough.com. That's roughtough.com. We are joined now by Pace Mannion, former Ute, former jazz guy, former broadcaster for the team. Man, this guy does, does it he all. does it all. <laughs> Used to do crosstalk with us, the Red and the Blue show. He'd chat with us five minutes before he'd beat up a lemma for a couple hours. Yeah. Pace, good morning. For a lemma. <laughs> it was the wrong year to do the Red and Blue show, a lemma. <laughs> you got the right year and a lemma got the wrong year. No question. No question. <laughs> Two first picks, NBA, NFL. No, yeah. things went well that year. Undefeated, Sweet 16. So now things have been going well for the Clippers. They've won games three and four. They've tied the series up, and the news breaks this morning that uh, Kawhi Leonard is expected to miss the game, and he might miss the rest of the series. And we saw him pull up with the, the knee injury. He and Ingles were running down court shoulder to shoulder, and there was a little bump, and maybe he stepped wrong, and maybe he already had a problem he wasn't telling us about. And uh, he hobbled off the floor, and they showed him rubbing the knee on the sideline. And now uh, ESPN.com is reporting that they don't expect him to play tonight. So, how much does that change everything, and how much does it scare you now that Jazz let down their guard and some Clipper role player goes off and craziness happens? Well, I think those are you know valid concerns, but you know he's their best player. You know, he's all first team NBA. He is uh, one of the best defenders in the league. He's turned into one of the best scorers in the league. He just does everything at both ends of the floor for that team. And I think you take him out of that lineup. And it's a big hole. Um, and the more pressure that's on Paul George, um, the better. You know, I think Paul George is really good when you're when you're up to him. He's proven that he's not great when it's a, when it's a close game and, and things are tight. So I think you just want to keep it. And hopefully the Jazz come out tonight and you know play a little better than they did on the road. But both teams have injuries. Both teams are struggling through, and everybody has injuries right now because it's late in the year with the shortened season, the way things went. I think. These injuries are piling up, and I think that's how the league has to look at. So if you are a role player like Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, Batum, Kennard, how jacked are you right now knowing that I got a shot to get more shots? <laughs> well, I think that's your first thought. But I think a lot of these guys right now, when you get to this point of the season, you're so close to getting to you know, Western Conference Finals and then getting into the championship. That's your goal. And I think they're... Uh, they're all hoping that. You know, I loved Kawhi's answer yesterday. I listened to his interview. You know, they were talking about, hey, taking the franchise, the Clippers, to the Western Conference Finals. It'd be a big step for the franchise. And he just said, yeah, that's not important to me. I can care less about the Western Conference Finals. My, my goal is a championship. And that's the mentality. You know, those guys that are superstars that have been there, they have that. They're not getting to the Western Conference Finals isn't the goal. That's just a, something they have to go through to get to where they want to. And he has proven to be so, one, he's physically gifted, and mentally he's just off the chart good because he's stronger than most players out there to do what he does night in and night out. And it's been, uh, he's been fun to watch. He's done a lot better than I ever thought he would coming out of college, but he's turned into obviously one of the best players to ever play in the NBA. So we were curious when we were running through their roster, guys who can step up, guys who will take a bigger role. Well, first off, guys who will get bigger minutes. How is is Ty Lue going to go big? Is he going to go small? He's got options. Will it be a little bit like games one and two where 
He tries to quickly throw different things against the wall for, you know, four minutes and see what clicks, see who clicks, who embraces the moment. Well, I think the small lineup's been good for him. Um, and I think that's where he'll go. I think Morris found his stroke, and that's uh, and they'll look to give him some looks. And I think the one guy you got to watch out for, I think Reggie Jackson's a much better player than people think. Um, you know, he's a very skilled guard, can score, can defend. And then if you let Luke Kennard come in, who is he's your role guy that's your shooter, didn't play much in the Dallas series, comes in here and and you know he's hit some shots, um, made an impact for his team. Those are the guys you don't want to hurt you. You expect your stars to do what they do, but those role guys when they have those bigger nights, that's when you get hurt and you can't let that happen. You have to make sure you shut those guys down just because you know Kawhi's out possibly you have an opportunity to role guys are going to think, and look, they're in the NBA. You know, we call them role guys because they're not starters or they're not playing, you know, 35 minutes. They're in the NBA. They're, they're pretty damn good. Yeah. You know, they're all, they all deserve to be there. They're all capable of scoring. They all have done something in their career to get them to that point. So they're capable of doing big things on any given night. So you have to be careful of those guys. And that's just part of basketball. The jazz have those guys too. You hope some of those guys step up tonight, that Donovan and, and Ingles, um, and hopefully Jordan Clarkson has a better game than he had in game four, which I'm assuming he'll bounce back rapidly, especially being at home. But your role guys usually are the difference makers. Um, you have those nights like last night, you watch KD go for 49 and just carry his team. But those are the rare occasions where you have some one guy come out and win a game for you. So each time the Jazz put out this injury report, it says mild hamstring strain on Conley, and he has yet to play, and the frustration level is just growing, and people, especially in this community, and you were on the team and you played with those guys, you know, the the stars uh, that we know who they were, they all played 82 and all that stuff, and I, I believe that these guys would go, and can you speak to what it takes to be an NBA player in a playoff game, um, which obviously is more intense than a post-regular uh, season, and what it takes physically, and how uh, we see the word mild, but if you're not really able to go, how difficult it is to be able to get out there and play. Well, you guys have watched long enough, you understand playoff basketball is a completely different animal than what the regular season is. It seems like during the regular season you get whatever shot you want, and and it's not like guys aren't playing hard. They're not. They're just not playing every possession the way because you can't. You're playing every other night. You're you're traveling. Uh, physically, it's pretty tough. Uh, playoffs come around, and you see guys get locked in on on a game report and all those things. Um, so the intensity is just at another level. The Connolly issue. I've never had a hamstring, so I'm just going by what I've had teammates that have had them. But they're just so. They can happen at any time, you know, making one quick move and and you pull that thing again and you're done. And I think that's the big concern is obviously he's not where he feels like he could make a – it's not like you're out there thinking, okay, I'm just going to go. You watched Harden last night. Harden never made a quick move, never made a blow by anybody, didn't sprint, didn't defend. He was just out there for a body because they didn't want him to draw some attention, which he did. But – there was no movement of his showed, I'm going to take a risk in because mentally it's tough not to do that. Mentally it's tough not to see a loose ball. Well, for James Harden, maybe he's not going after a loose ball real hard sometimes, but, but for Mike Conley, 
who is one of those guys that works hard, does everything the right way, you make that one quick movement because your mind says, hey, go get that, and your leg says, no, don't, and it grabs, and you're done. You know, so I know fans get frustrated because you heard the word mild involved in a hamstring, but those injuries just linger to get rid of. And so I'm, you know, I wish he was playing. He's a great player. He's had a great year. Um, and I don't know what his status is for tonight's game, if they've already ruled him out or if he's questionable, but he is, uh, he's a big part of that team and, and how they play because it gives him another ball handler, another decision maker, put him in the pick and roll. He's very good. You know, he's very good at getting in the paint, finding guys or finish with his floater. Um, and those things they need and the experience he has has been, a, been invaluable for him. So Donovan Mitchell is getting to the point now where not only does he decide to turn it on, but uh, he's really deciding at what point in the game and really picking his spot. So game one, he did what he usually does. You know, he doesn't start all that great, but after 24 minutes, he's seen all the different looks and the substitutes and blah, 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 and he comes out and he just crushes it in the third and the fourth quarters and has a huge second half. But game two, he came out and was on fire in the first quarter and asked about it after the game. He said, well, I had a really bad start, and we were playing from behind, and that's really hard, and I thought I needed to get it going early, and so he did. Would you expect him to turn it on right from the get-go tonight? Should people think, don't be late to the game, you missed the first four minutes, Donovan might already be rolling? Well, I think for him, um, with the situation there, and he just has to be in attack mode, you know, every minute he's out there. And most people hear basketball people talk about being attack mode as going to score every time. And with Donovan, he has so many shooters around him. You know, that team shoots the three ball so well that I'm just saying, hey, get in the paint. Get paint touches. Get to your spots. If you've got a good look, obviously he's going to take it. Um, and if they're not willing to come help, then, then go to work. But the minute they start to help, He's really good at, at, at finding guys. You know, when you got Ingles in a corner or you got O'Neal somewhere spotted up or you got Clarkson with you, you got guys that can, that can shoot the basketball. Um, they make a living off that superstar. That's where your role players become great because it's a lot easier to stand in that corner and catch a shot, catch and shoot without having to put it on the floor with the defender flying at you, you know, getting there late. You got all kinds of options to pump fake, sidestep, go to the basket, do whatever you want to do. Um, but that one guy has created it all for everybody. And every team has one or two of those guys. And that's why you see percentages you see sometimes of some of these shooters because they're getting such good looks because of that. And I think, I think he'll come out tonight um, looking to do that from the beginning. I think the starts in this series have been important for both teams, obviously. And being at home, you like to get your crowd involved early. So I think he comes out and tries to make a statement and get everyone in their seat and get things rolling at home and, and, and get a win. So I think Mitchell has that intangible, whatever it is, and I'm not sure how to define it, but I can see it. And I believe that he will go down when he's done years from now, a decade or more, whatever it might be, that he will go down as an all-time NBA player. I believe he's that type of player who rises to the occasion. What is your thought on that? Oh, I agree 100%. You know, I think it's a little too early. I heard Stephen A. say he's a jazz player of all time. Stockton and Malone were pretty good, did it for a long time, um, you know, and so it's, it's hard to put him, in, in my opinion, it's hard to put him in that category. He's off to a, obviously a phenomenal start, and, and he's a great player, 
I think he's, you know, the sky's the limit. He can do whatever he wants to do. And I think his mentality is perfect for the NBA. He understands who he is now. Um, I think he got robbed. I don't know how you don't have the best player on the best team in the NBA make one of your all-NBA teams. I think that's a, a thousand joke. percent. I agree. Either the media can vote on something like that and cost him, you know, thirty-two million dollars. Ridiculous. Is 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 just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, and I think it shows a bias towards one towards Utah because it's a small market. Yeah. And nobody thinks about him during the NBA. You just don't think about Utah as being a a great team. It's just nobody ever talks about it. And yet you'll put Julius Randle on a second team. He had a great year. There's no doubt about that. But was he better than Donovan Mitchell? Did he do more for his team than Donovan Mitchell did for the Jazz? I don't. I, you can't. I don't no. think that's an argument you can make. No. <laughs> so, I, I feel bad for him um, in that aspect. I don't think it'll affect him, except in a good way. Right. To say, hey, okay, let me remind you guys who I am and who our team is. If you forgot about we're in Salt Lake City, and you know you might not see us as much as you see everybody else. Um, but he is he's phenomenal. I love his game. I love his personality. I love how he treats his teammates. I love how he treats fans. He's just one of those guys you'd want to you'd want to play with. You know, he's a, he's a teammate. I think you would love to have. And as a fan base, I think they've all embraced him. And uh, and he's found a real good home here in Salt Lake City. The All NBA team was selected by a global panel of 100 sports writers and sports uh, broadcasters. So I'm just going to assume that it was the Italian voters who uh, messed this up. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. Phenomena, uh, <laughs> phenomena. How how do you? And this is nothing against the media because I've been part of that. But 95% of media never played a game, and you're just going to judge somebody. And I get you. Uh, the opinion you have is fine, but how do they allow that guy to vote and. I just I don't understand. Now, there's a lot of good players in the NBA. I mean, you could argue for a lot of guys that didn't make it. You know, Jason Tatum, in my opinion, should have been there. So who do you take off? That's where you get into your argument. But Donovan Mitchell, you could put him on on any of those teams, and I don't think anybody go. I don't think you know. I don't think anybody argues that he shouldn't have been on. Was it first, second, third? You got to go. Was he as good as Bradley Beal? Yeah, he didn't score as much because Bradley Beal had to because he was on a crappy team. Yeah. But, Donovan did exactly what he did to do, and I think that's. I think it's just a. It, it's an embarrassment when you go back and look at this and think, how does this guy not get on? It's just I. I'm, I was baffled. I just. I was. I last night. I go. You got to be kidding me. He didn't make that. That was just. A, that was outrageous. Yeah. For for that matter, I, I think that LeBron missed what twenty seven games or something like that, and they finished seventh. I mean, I know he's LeBron. But this season, yeah, but he's LeBron. Yeah. I just I look at I look at Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, Irving, and uh, Julius Randle, and I see three Paul George. I see three players on three mediocre teams in the East, and think how. Yeah, well, and that, that I, owns I, up a spot. I on think the how in the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference. Paul George did it. In, in yeah, front of him. that's what I'm saying. Paul George missed 18 games. Yeah, and hasn't been great. You know, and I know this is regular season, but still, he was good, but he wasn't phenomenal. Yeah. He wasn't, you know, all-NBA type. And Donovan Mitchell this year, in my opinion, was, I mean, when they needed him, he was there. He did what he had to do, and that's a tough thing to do. Now, I love the way the Jazz play. They spread it. They, you know, there's a lot of spacing. There's guys around you that can shoot. There's not a lot of help. I mean, I think Quinn Snyder's done a phenomenal job there. So 
that team is a well-oiled machine on how they play and what they want to get out of each possession. So it's fun to watch. And, and he benefits from that. There's no question. But you can't take away what he did all year long um, and, and do that. I just think it's, it was a disgrace. That was, just a, that, was a, that was an utter disgrace. And plus, too, the best record in the league. And it's like, okay, we'll throw the guy a bone and put Gobert on the third team. It's like, well, that's the lowest we can put him. So the only representation is but, third team. Okay, again, nothing against Gobert. He's, you know, but the heart of this team is Donovan Mitchell. Sure. I mean, there's no question. If you took Gobert out of the lineup defensively, they struggle, and you put favors in for that, it's going to change on the defensive end. Um, but – Offensively, they become a little better, in my opinion. And Donovan Mitchell, I just, I, I just like I said, I, I just, I felt bad for him. And I use it to me. I'm using it a bit. It doesn't usually bother me with this stuff. But watching that one was like, you got it. That's just, uh, that was bad. That was a bad call. You yeah. Know? And I think tonight, you know, you're, he can come out and make a statement. Right. Not that he has to, but I think why not? He's that type of guy saying, "I can't believe you guys did this. Let me show you why you screwed up." Yeah, he doesn't has to. He doesn't players like Donovan because they have. They don't need any more motivation. They're already in a sure, you know, in a situation to win, and they want to win. But it's just a little extra. Well, the way I look at it, playoff P, and in my mind, playoff PK, playoff P. The P stands for pissed. <laughs> you miss that, don't you? <laughs> uh, you, have, you have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> I feel for you, DJ. You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, it's good to have you back in Utah, Pace. We miss you while you're down in Arizona, but it's good you're back. No, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Some of the greatest men from Arizona now live in Utah. don't put me in that category (laughs) I don't want to be on that boat (laughs) hey uh, just just curious he was asking me during the break is Nico going to play internationally this summer yeah he's in Italy right now yeah they started uh, the NBA players can't start practice till the 15th so he started yesterday he's probably had a yeah it's 4 o'clock he's already practiced today that's at 4 for whatever time it is they're 8 hours ahead so I'm sure he's already practiced today and uh, they'll They've got a couple of games in Germany, just practice games this weekend, and then they'll come back to Italy, and then they'll go to uh, Belgrade is where they play. And they're in with Senegal and Puerto Rico in their bracket. And, and on the other side, I can't remember, there's three teams, and only one of them out of the six go, but they'd have to go through Serbia. So I don't think, uh, I don't know if they can beat Serbia. You know, it depends on who Serbia gets. I was hoping Jokic would go a little longer in the playoffs. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Your analysis is... Hope, hope they can keep pushing that series, too, you know, in Atlanta. Except with that one, we lose, you know, they don't get Gallinari. So that's kind of a lose-lose. <laughs> You're watching the playoffs differently than everybody else, yeah, aren't you? <laughs> I, 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 exactly. I'm sure I would normally cheer for Oh, man. All right, Pace. Well, good to talk to you. Thanks for coming on and talking a little bit about the uh, the Clippers and life of that Kawhi. All right, guys. All right. There's Pace Mannion. 
The top 60 and 60 is back on the Zone Sports Network. Listen every day at 1.30 as Hans and Scotty will announce another member of the top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the top 60 in 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, coming up, U.S. Open preview and the draft with Bob Casper from Real Golf Radio. That's at 9.05. More on the Jazz, the Clippers, Kawhi's knee, what this means for Game 5 tonight, next. Stay with us.